Welcome to the Wine After Work podcast. This is your host, Bryce Batts. I'm a career coach, mom of two girls, former college cheerleader, and current encourager of women. I'm so grateful you're here. It's my mission to help women break through the glass ceiling, rise up, and step into their greatness. Now grab a glass of wine and settle in. Hey there, today I've got such a good podcast for you. This one is with Allie Waters. She lives in Raleigh as well, and she's a lifestyle coach for women who want to live a more minimalistic lifestyle and create a home full of meaning and purpose. Allie and I met in the Coaches Incubator uh, online and then realized we're both in Raleigh and really got to know each other. I just think you're going to enjoy this conversation. Um, She is currently pregnant and sprung that on me. I'm so excited for her and can't wait for you to listen. I am here with Allie Waters. Uh, She and I met at a coaching, well, coaches incubator, coaching class um, that we were taking together. And then we realized we're both in the Raleigh area, got together for brunch and the rest is history. So Allie, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I feel like the cool kid has been invited because I've been listening to all your episodes and I love them. So I'm so so excited to be here. Yeah. Well, Allie is a life coach. Tell us about what you do. Yeah, so I'm a life coach who helps women um, kind of simplify, define, and prioritize what's important to them, but through the lens of their home. So if you're feeling any type of disconnect or frustration or you're feeling stuck, and you don't know exactly where it is, um, I like to start looking at it through what's going on in your home first. Um, Or also too, you might know that your home's driving you crazy and just beating you into the ground with all the things that you need to do. And then we also start in the home, but but basically I life coach you through through that lens of your home so that you can get rid of anything that's not essential to you, any clutter, any junk that you have going on. Nice. Well, I know we were talking about the weather a little bit before we started um, recording. We're talking about the snow. So I guess it was the first snow we had here in Raleigh. You could coach me on this. I had probably a full psychotic break (laughs) about my house. Yeah. (laughs) My husband took my youngest sledding. And in the meantime, I decided we have like a couch from Ikea. I decided all the cushion covers needed to be washed. The curtains needed to be washed. And then I was like, let's rearrange everything. Mm -hmm. My husband's like, oh my gosh, why did I leave you here? That's funny. And I think we had just been traveling and I was home for a whole week. And then a weekend, I was like, my house is so dirty. I want to rearrange the whole thing. I was driving myself insane. But, you know, I don't even know what deep-rooted issues (laughs) come from. (laughs) It's probably just (laughs) running like some kind of control. I mean, like... I know you've been so busy and going all over the place. Sometimes it just feels good to energetically move our spaces because it's something that you just have control of. And sometimes it just feels good to, to kind of clear out your space. And that's what a lot of my coaching is about. Even though we're life coaching, you know, often a byproduct of working with me is organizing or decluttering or moving around your space or um, making it getting that energy moving in a way that feels good to you. Mm. Um, and then it often opens up all these other things. So you, I'm sure you, 
you don't have any deep rooted issues, but you probably just were like, sure oh, I need a change. Yeah. That's for another time. Yeah, that will be I know we had talked before you coached me um, and we talked about just accumulating things and, yeah. you know, and I'm sure this happens to a lot of young moms where you've got so much stuff because the kids just bring home and accumulate all these things. And I know for me personally, I think I realized several years ago that it was taking up my mental space just to have all this crap in my house. Yeah. So now we just throw everything away. <laughs> <laughs> I know it really does. Like that's, that's why I love this coaching because it does take up so much mental space, emotional space, physical space. It just takes up so much space when you have things constantly coming in. And I think in today's world where there is so much, you got, you have so many advertisements coming at you every single day, mm -hmm. you walk into the stores, you're tempted to buy things. There's so many things that you can consume. Um, to the point where it starts to, you, you kind of lose track of where you are in life and what you actually yeah. want to keep in your space. And, and sometimes we get so tangled up in that it's hard to get out of it by ourselves. So that's kind of where I come in and help you. Um, and especially when you have kids, because you can't mm -hmm. control everything that they get or bring in and you probably neither do you want to. Um, but at the same time, you know, you don't, want to feel like your things are running your life mm. and that's the only thing that you have time for you only have time to organize or to clean and to go to work I mean that's not really a way that I don't think anyone wants to live yeah and so my goal is to help you make sure or at least do your best attempt to only have things in your life and in your home that feel good to you and that make you happy and that you love and that you use so you're not so busy dealing with all the other other stuff yeah, that's awesome. So tell me, you were in nursing before. Tell us all mm -hmm. how you made that switch from nursing to now coaching. Yeah, yeah. I went to well, I went to school before at Penn State for kinesiology. I thought I wanted to be a physical therapist. Ended up not doing that. Then I went to school for nursing, and I've been a nurse for a few years now. And it's it's been great in so many ways. Nursing it can be such a beautiful profession. My mom's a nurse. She was an oncology nurse for, I don't know, 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. And it was extremely fulfilling to her. And I saw that fulfillment in her and we're very much alike. And I was like, there were so many things about nursing that were interesting to me. So I decided, yeah, let me go do that. And then after, after being a nurse in a few different settings for a few years, I realized it wasn't everything that I wanted it to be to me. Um, in, a, in some ways it fulfilled who I am as a person. Like I love to help people. I think health is super interesting. I love anatomy and physiology, all those other things. But then I quickly realized there's such a difference between things that you're interested in and can be good at versus things that are best suited for you. And like, what are your best gifts and am I utilizing them? And I felt like every single day going into work, I'm not using the things that I am really good at and the things that are unique to me. I think I'm a good nurse, a great nurse. Like, I think I could do that. That could be fine right. for the rest of my life or working career, but it didn't feel good. And as I talked to you earlier about, you know, I'm 19 weeks pregnant now. Mm -hmm. My husband's in the army. So he, and with his job, he's gone usually like seven months out of the year. And so I'm like, if I am going to leave my baby and my husband and my anything that I love to go do something 
work-wise, it's going to be for something that I just could do all day long. And I Mm. love doing, and I hate leaving. And nursing was not that for me. And so I, I just got to a point where I'm like, you know what? I have to, to make a change because this is going to beat me into the ground and it's going to slowly start. It's already had started to pull away from who I, who I was as a person. Um, so then I started listening to a lot of podcasts <laughs> every single time that I get really overwhelmed or I just feel completely lost and stuck. I tend to gravitate toward podcasts and reading a lot of books. Uh-huh. And I had, um, listened, I was listening to Kelly Levesque's podcast is called Be Well by Kelly. I don't know if you've heard of it. She's a yes. uh, holistic nutritionist. Yes. And she had Kelsey Murphy on her podcast. And Kelsey Murphy is a business and life coach. And that's how we met through her coaches incubator program. And so I had listened to her episode with Kelsey and I'm like, coaching, what is this coaching? I had no idea what coaching was, which makes me sound like I live under a million rocks because it's such a big thing now. It's, it's, no, it's an mean- amazing like field. I had just had no idea. I, <laughs> I had no idea what coaching was. And um, she had been talking about it and I was like, oh, that's so interesting. I wonder what that is. And then a couple of weeks later, she opened her, the coaches incubator program. And I was like, okay, this kind of sounds cool. Maybe I should do it. You know, I kind of felt, you know, bad about spending money on yet another thing that, you know, I had went to school twice, I have two bachelor's degrees. I'm not going to use that. Let me just spend more money on another thing. So I kind of had like this resistance there for a minute, but then something Mm -hmm. was like, no, you know what, just try it, just see where it goes. And I'm so happy that it did because as soon as I started to do her program, I was like, this is amazing. This feels so much like what I've been searching for. And so that was one piece of how I got into coaching. And then at the same time, I was reading this book. Um, Do you know who Ashley Stahl is? She's a career coach. Yeah, I love her. She has a book, U-Turn, that I was reading at the same time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's a great, that was like my Bible at the time because it was so good. It resonated with me so well. And it had all these amazing prompts, like, you know, asking the people in your circle, how do they experience you and what do they come to you for? And, and I started doing that and um, like strangers and people within my circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, this also aligns with coaching. This sounds great. And then I found out about the Enneagram. Also didn't know that was love really the Enneagram. I love the Enneagram too. I'm an Enneagram what number two. A two. Okay. <laughs> two. So that makes like the sense. helper. Yep. Yeah. And I'm like, that okay. makes total sense. Yeah. Like that's another, <laughs> that's another evidence that maybe coaching is good for you, Allie. And then I found out about human design and I'm a projector mm. and my chart, I got my whole blueprint chart <laughs> and I was like, Oh, more evidence that coaching might be great for you. And so all of those things where I'm like, I felt guilty about changing up my career once again, started to diminish when I started to see some of those pieces. And I'm like, Hey, this might be good for you. I started coaching people. And I was like, this just feels natural. It feels Mm. good to me. I feel so fulfilled after these calls and these sessions. So I feel really grateful that I found that I listened to the podcast, Yeah, you know, um, like your podcast is a great podcast to listen to because you have so many different women that are doing so many different things. And it's like, some of them, I didn't really realize that was even a a career. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of how I landed on coaching and how I decided I can always go back to nursing, but let me just try this out and see where I can take me and like, see what I can get away with basically. 
Yeah. <laughs> is this, I mean, could this be something that works for me or not? And if not, I can always get a job. I can always exactly. go to back to nursing. Like it's no big deal. And so I'm, I'm really glad that I tried it out. Oh, well, I'm yeah. glad. I'm sure your clients are glad. So yeah. funny because I read U-Turn around the same time. Um, this is Ashley Stahl's book. And I think it's great for anybody who's going through a career change. So good. Yeah. Um, but I was turned on to coaching by listening to a podcast as well. I can remember okay. it was now two years ago at Christmas time. I was walking around my mom's house, listening to a podcast. She's in a cute little neighborhood near, near the water. And just listening, I was like, it was like a major light bulb moment. And I knew I wanted to add that to what I was already doing. But I think for you, number one, you're young, so you can try out many things, you know, and when you're young I, and you can do it anytime, but when you're young, it's a little bit easier to do that before you've got a family and that you're supporting and, you know, other responsibilities. But also I love that you just followed your intuition too, that told you, this isn't exactly what I want to be doing. But I think it's interesting if you love the Enneagram like I do, I'm a three, but I too, you said you were going to be a physical therapist. I have a good friend who's a physical therapist. He's a two. I'm like, you, I made him take the test over Christmas because I'm like, you have to be a two. You're always trying to help people. And this yeah. has to be who you are. So <clears throat> you can see the thread there from your physical therapy interest to nursing and then to coaching. I just mm. think that's so interesting. I do too. You're such a three, by the way. That makes so much sense. <laughs> by what? I feel like I have to do all the things. Yeah, all the things. Yeah, no, the two, it does. And you know, that's the thing. Like when I, when I, when I put those all next to each other, like the physical therapy, the nursing, the coaching, the common thread is I do love to help people. Um, the problem was though, with physical therapy and with nursing, I wasn't helping people in the way that I really wanted to deep down right. and the way that felt the easiest and most natural to me. And so I think that's where start, some of that friction started to come from. Cause I'm like, this is great, but like, I'm not doing it in the way that, I, that, that feels so good. So, so good to me. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a difference. Cause like, you know, when you're young and when you're going to college and they're like, pick a, a degree, pick a major. And you're like, so okay. much pressure. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, what do you like? Yeah, I have no idea what I want to do. Exactly. And I'm like, well, I, I do like helping people. I, I think all, you know, all these other things are interesting and they're like, and you're just like, here's, here's some options. And nursing seemed to be a good one because my mom was a nurse. It made sense. She loved it. But then you don't, they don't teach you to explore. Like, how do you help? How do you love helping people? What are your natural gifts? What do people, how, like, how do you want to show up? in terms of helping. Um, yeah. And so, you know, you're, you're right. Luckily I am young. And that was where I was like, okay, I know that I want to have kids soon. Now I'm pregnant. And I'm like, I don't want to be in a spot if I can help it. And I am, have the awareness right now that this isn't it. I don't want to wait five years down the road when I'm juggling all their stuff as well. And yeah, still I mean, be in the same spot. Good planning on your part. And I identify with your journey a little because when, I mean, when I got out of college, I didn't know what I want to do. And I tried a couple of different things and then I fell into recruiting, but it aggravated me to no end because my husband always wanted to be either an architect or a landscape architect, went to college for that, has done that his entire career. He's like, you've done so many different things. I'm like, 
that's not weird. Lots of people do that. <laughs> oh my God. That's so true. I do. Some, some of my friends are like that where I'm like, they knew they wanted to do this. They did it. They love it. End of story. Yeah. Happy like, ever after. Super lucky. For <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's amazing. Like I applaud that truly happy that yeah. that happened for them. But yeah, that was not my path. <laughs> I had to go through like a lot of different phases and evolutions, even though I am younger, it, I still <clears throat> feel like it's like, there's so many chapters here. Right. And, um, I feel like if you aren't your own advocate and go after it yourself, you, no one's going to, no mm -hmm. one's going to tell me that nursing isn't what maybe you're meant to do for the next 10 years, 15, 20 years. Yeah. Um, so I think I had that on my side that I'm a naturally curious person. And when something doesn't feel right for me anymore, I fortunately am someone who's like, okay, it's time to move on and let it go. Yeah. Um, it did come with, like, I had so much shame and guilt and embarrassment changing again. You know, it was embarrassing being like, oh, I just, you know, got these degrees, but like, sorry guys, change it, changing it up again, you know, telling people that. And an entrepreneur too. Like, it's not like, I'm just, I don't know how, to, I've never been an entrepreneur before. Yeah, you're just figuring it out. As you <laughs> I'm get, right? just figuring it out <laughs> as I go. And then the shame and the guilt of like, okay, I just spent all these years doing this. My parents worked their butts off to put me through college. They didn't have to do that. I, you know, they let me live at home rent free while I was at Drexel. Like all these other things that I'm like, right. I felt guilt so, 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 so guilty that I'm like wanting to do something else when maybe in my mind, I should just stay, stay where I was. Um, but I, I feel, and I feel bad for the, for anyone that feels like that, because I know that that can hold you so stuck mm -hmm. in where I, in where you're at. But I would um, say that's exactly <laughs> how I felt when I was yeah. making changes. You know, I, I felt really shameful that I didn't know what I want to do. I felt guilty. Like if I had wasted someone's time or had to quit another job, but I, you know, it took me some time. I always say I'm a late bloomer. It took me some time <laughs> to figure out what I wanted to do. And like you, I'm naturally curious. And I just mm -hmm. felt like if I didn't do it, I would regret it later. But I honestly think there's no experience that's wasted whatever job you've done, you can use that experience in your next position. And I know we were yeah. chatting earlier about sometimes people just don't know where to get started. You know, I have a lot of clients that come to me if they're changing jobs or changing industries altogether, like I don't even know where to begin. Do you see that a lot in how you're coaching people where they're just don't know, you know, what's step one? Yeah, absolutely. That's like the main thing. And that makes so much sense. That's why I love that we're having this conversation because for me, like your home life, your career, your business, your family, like these are all weaved together. And so how are you supposed to have the confidence to go out and get that new job or to start your own business or to leave that relationship that doesn't feel good to you when you're just constantly weighed down by stuff? And mm -hmm. physical stuff too, like tangible objects, you go into your home and it's just things that like don't mean anything to you. Um, or that you're just constantly feel like that's where your energy goes into is cleaning and maintaining this stuff. You don't even have time to think about what you actually like and what's important to you and what you want to, how you want to spend your life. Um, so yeah, if someone came and I can imagine when, when someone comes to you as a career coach and they're like, oh, I, I want, I know that I don't want to stay in this career. 
I want to change. I don't know if I want to change and still be in the same industry or if I just want to abandon ship and try something brand new. And, and sometimes you really just don't know because you're so scattered and have so many things circulating in your space that it's just so much noise. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it can be helpful to work with you or with me because I start to help you. Like you might, we might be organizing just one drawer in your house but then you slowly start to put those pieces together of like, what do you want? What do you like? What do you deserve? You start to like build this confidence. Like so many people, I wrote a newsletter on this today, actually, where it's like- And your newsletter is amazing, by the way. Oh, I'll thank you. Show notes. So good. Yeah, thank you. Um, you have all this closet full of clothes that you just hate or you don't wear or that you feel so gross in. Um, so how, if you put those on every single day, how are you supposed to feel confident that you can go out there and crush it in your career? Right. Or, like I said, start your business or show up for your kids, whatever you want. Um, so I think our environment, I want to help women create this environment, <clears throat> this home space that feels really encouraging to them and supports them and helps them, helps propel them forward to whatever you say you want in life. And even if it's not a physical clutter issue, if it's like, hey, I just, I don't know, even know what I want to do career-wise. I don't know what I want to do with this relationship. I don't know how to be a better mom or to stop impulse buying or like any of these other things. It's like, well, let's start in your home first and mm -hmm. let's see how your home shapes you and how it you shape it, you know? Yeah. So that's where I think it intertwines and, and where our coaching can be a lot of like, a lot of like, especially in the beginning. Yep. And I keep thinking about this year with clothes, with jobs, with everything. If it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And but to go back to the newsletter, how you said earlier about all these other mm. things, like the PT and the nursing being these experiences, it's that just help you in your future, even though it looks like a bumpy ride and you're like, oh my God, like <laughs> I maybe could have done without it. I have so much content for my newsletter because of those things like so many lessons that I've learned that I relate to my coaching and one way or the other it's like had I not gone through all of that I don't know what the heck I'd be writing about because I yeah. it actually it's given me so much stuff content it's amazing yeah. actually yeah no experience wasted no experience well, if, wasted. if women are thinking about making a change into entrepreneurship you know what kind of tips would you leave them with today yeah, um, I've had touched on this before, but definitely not staying in something because you think you should stay somewhere. Mm. Like maybe I should have gone to PT school. I just got a four-year degree. Cost me a lot of money. My family, <laughs> a lot of money. Probably, maybe I should have went to PT school. Maybe I should have stayed in nursing because I just got another degree and that cost a lot of money. Cost a lot of time. Was a I lot love of hard how you work. said though about nursing, you can always go back. I can always go back. I can keep my, my I still actually to this day, I, I work um, like twice a month as a nurse. Sometimes I pick up more shifts if I want. Um, and that's the beauty of nursing. You can kind of work per diem, part-time, whatever. So once I left my my full-time nursing job, I had asked them, hey, like if, could I just do a couple weekends a month? And they're like, yeah, of course. So I still do that to keep my nursing license active for now um, until I'm fully ready to, to part ways with it. Or maybe I won't part ways, I don't know. Um, but I didn't, I didn't feel good about being there full time anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't want those should feelings and that, that guilt, that shame, that embarrassment to hold me there. And so 
if that is something that people are feeling, I would definitely encourage them to explore that and not let them hold it back um, and let your feelings get in the way of something that might be better for you. Because staying in nursing, because I felt those negative feelings was never going to make me as fulfilled and successful as I wanted to be. And I have such a drive to be successful. And I have this drive to live this purposeful life. And just because I was scared to leave that and felt guilty about leaving, like I just was never going to make the amount of success that I want by staying there. And so it was either like, hey, you just do this because you feel bad or you just try something else and maybe you'll be more successful. And you can can always go back. That's the beauty of everything. You can always go back. The other thing I would say is that that helped me go into entrepreneurship is not is realizing because before I always used to think entrepreneurship is for other people. It's for those people that hustle, those people that are like cutthroat and they know things. They like I'm just like <laughs> I'm like I'm not an entrepreneur at all. Like I'm I'm not a like go 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 hustle nonstop. Like I don't want to fire anybody. Like you know like all these other things that I had equated with entrepreneurship. Right. Um it does not have to be like that. It can be like that, but it can also be whatever business that you want. Like my business right now is one-on-one with just one client. Maybe as a coach, right? I I will do courses or memberships in the future. Right now that feels like I don't want to do that because I love the intimacy of the one-on-one. Yeah. But it can be whatever you want your business to be. That's the beauty of it. It's your business, you know, provides you with the freedom to design it, whatever feels unique to you. And I think you can be very successful when you stay true to who you are, instead of trying to be like everybody else and how they do things, how they market, how they run it. Like, no, just just do what feels good to you. See if that works first. And then you can always try those other things if you want. I'm not good at tech stuff. That was something when I started my business, I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I don't even know how to set up my email list. I just got help, you know, or you can learn things. The the thing is though with entrepreneurship, I think too, is it's so much about relationships Mm. and it's such like a people people business when you think about it and so I feel like okay I got that down I'm good with people everything else I can learn I can learn the tech stuff I can learn the accounting stuff or I could just hire someone if I really want to down the road um those things are not really an issue because they they can be figured out or dealt with in another way what's really important is that what the business that I want to make coaching I already have a lot of those skills um and so I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I, I, for in the beginning, I was like, like I said, entrepreneurships for other people don't believe that because it can be whatever you want it to be. And every, everything that you're not good at, good at, there's other people out there that are, and that can help you and build you, you know, the business that you want. Yeah. And then the last thing that really helped me was, was thinking, realizing and embracing as cheesy as it sounds that there's only one me. I was so caught up in the fact that like, oh, there's so many coaches. <laughs> there's so many coaches. Yeah. Why would someone coach with me when they have a million other options? And it's like, well, maybe they're just going to like you better. You know, how you meet people in a group and you're like, all of these women are great. They're all funny. They're all friendly. They're all great moms. They're all great. Mm-hmm. They're all great entrepreneurs or whatever. But there's like that one person in the group that you really gravitate toward for like, you just don't even know why. You're like, my energy just vibes with yours. Yeah. And so that's kind of something that I had to learn to embrace. Cause I'm like, I need to not, I need to take myself out of the fact that like, yes, there's a lot of coaches out there, but there might be some people that just like me better. 
Or there's they might only like one Allie Waters. There's only okay. one, and there's only one Bryce. Like there's a million career coaches, but someone might really just like you, and how you you help them and how you guide them. And so, don't let the fact that there's other people doing what you're doing stop you from from trying it, because yeah. your people will come. They're waiting for you. Yeah. Um, so that that was the other thing. Oh, that was the, that was the biggest thing that helped me so much is realizing that it's it's so cheesy but it's so true that there it really is only one you and the world needs your gifts and that's why you've got to wake up and you know tap into those gifts and be willing to serve people that that need your help and that is what you're doing it's so great um and I love what you said about entrepreneurship it can be just you know one-on-one it can be a one-person business it can be just a beautiful you know, business that you run 20 hours a week, it can look however you want it to look. And I do think you've built a really beautiful business and I know you're going to help so many people. I'm so grateful you came on today. Oh, thank you. This is so fun. I can't wait to meet this little baby. (laughs) I know me too. It's crazy that I've like there, my due date's July 4th, which is my mom's birthday. And so I'm like, oh my God, it is quickly approaching. So if anyone ha- in the Raleigh area has any recommendations, I've got to figure out all the, all the things, like where am I giving birth? <laughs> like that would be a, a good idea to figure out, right? So everybody send me your recommendations. What products do you like? All right, hit Allie up with all the recommendations. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thanks, Bray. Thank you so much. And I'll um, just tell us where, every, tell everyone where they can find you quickly. Yeah. So my website's just my name, alliewaters.com. Um, if you go on there, you can sign up for my weekly newsletter. That's the thing that I just so love good. to do. Thank you. Yeah. That's, that's like my little baby right now. And the place that I show up the most is my email list. Um, I did just start an Instagram. It's at, right. at home with Allie. Yeah. Um, so you can follow me on there. I'll be posting on there shortly. Um, but yeah, those are two places that people can find me and connect with me. Awesome. Thank you, Allie. Yeah. Thanks, Bryce. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you back here next week and make sure to share the episode with a friend that would enjoy the conversation we just had. Also join the Wine After Work Facebook group to connect with other like-minded women.